Magpie Radio, a download from collingwoodfc.com.au. Pie Night is the official fans podcast of the Collingwood Football Club. Proudly brought to you by EasyBond's Global Payments. And now it's over to cyber fans, Cono, Driver and Sugarfoot for this week's show from the Lexus Centre. Welcome back, Pies fans, to another episode of Pie Night, brought to you by EasyBond's Global Payments. On tonight's big show, we've got a review of the disappointing result against Adelaide. We've got the Coca-Cola Zero Sweet 16, Coca-Cola Zero. Real taste, zero sugar. We've got on this round, we talk about what's happened on round 19 in years gone by. And we've got a preview of this week's game against Essence Scum on Friday night. Driver, Sugarfoot, welcome to the show. Thanks, Connor. G'day, Connor. Now, this show is obviously dedicated to the memory of Mick Oldhouse. Rumours of my death are greatly exaggerated. Well, there you go, Mick. Maybe he's alive. Well, this... I think he's alive and well, Connor. But you wouldn't know it by the way the uh, the media has gone on about him this week. It's been a bizarre couple of weeks in uh, in Pyland. Last week, it was all about Jono and Taz. Started off the week, they thought they'd have a go at Buckley in the in the People's Paper and uh, end, in the, end the week by trying to kill off Mick. What's going on? They Cut. need to sell papers, I think. Um, and uh, Channel 10 probably needs to get their demographic outside that t- 24 to 39 as they're struggling behind 9 and 7. What is that, IQ or age? Well, now the OC's off. I don't know what what's on Channel 10. The funny Boy. thing is, Pies fans, that we've heard a lot of uh, conjecture, we've heard a lot of uh, things in the news, and we're meant to actually uh, take what these news papers and news agencies say seriously. But uh, we are the only credible source because we are the official. Uh, we are here in the Lexus Centre. We are Center. the official Pie Fans podcast. That's coming it. here from the Lexus Centre. If you don't hear it here, don't believe it. Exactly. These other people out there, Channel 10, Herald Sun, Age, they've got credibility problems left, right and centre. They're not about informing you, Pies fans. They're about making sure that they sell their paper or get you to watch their program. And the very microphone that you're speaking into right now, driver, Mick spoke into earlier today, where he, again, said... Rumours of my death are greatly exaggerated. That's right. He's alive. And here's the full quote. I, I tell you what disappoints me most... When someone rings up and says that they're going to run with something and you say, well, that's wrong, oh, it's only courtesy I'm going to run it anyway. So in other words, really, we get called a liar. Um, they're the things that worry me most of all. But I'll just, I'm going to come out and say this right now and then we talk about Essendon. So I'm sorry for all those people who've come here to see me give it up and God knows what else is wrong. Uh, I have had a medical condition. It is totally, nutly right now. It's been addressed. I am totally on top of the world. I'm looking forward to the rest of this year. Hopefully we can make the finals. And I'm looking forward to coaching next year. So it's well and good. Don't believe the hype. Pies fans, believe CTV. Believe Pineite, brought to you by Easy Bonds Global Payments. But it was, uh, it was hard to believe that we actually lost by four points against Adelaide on Saturday night. Driver, you were, uh, you were, like all of us, were very disappointed. Heartbreaking, really. Um, you get so close and you start to believe that you're going to pull off a magical victory and in the end you just don't get there. And I don't know about you, Connor and Sugarfoot and all the Pies fans out there, but I'm fed up with honourable losses. There's no yeah. such thing as an honourable loss. That's right. Um, as far as I'm concerned, we play footy to win. We didn't win. We got close. It reminded me 
of some other games where, in past seasons, 1990, we played Essendon. I was thinking exactly the same thing. At Waverley, and we didn't quite beat them, but the team got a sense of belief out of that. That's right. And they knew they could beat them next time they played them. And the funny thing is, it was, it was touted as a grand final preview. It was the first ever game in Melbourne that was broadcast live into Melbourne in terms of a home and away game. And I'm with you, Driver. I, I get this profound sense that it's, it's the sort of game that we, we realised, look, we went over there and we nearly snatched it. And you know what? We should have won. Mick Malthouse actually had a similar thing to say earlier today. We thought we should have won that game. Is there anyone with glory? I don't know. Michael, you'd be talking to a side that would have won 12 games and probably saying right now we were in the finals. <coughs> and, we, and we didn't. So now we're going to chase that 12th, that elusive 12th game. So I don't know whether you can really come away satisfied. If the players are satisfied, we'll get beaten tomorrow night. I don't think they're, they're certainly not satisfied. There was a lot of disappointment in the rooms. We had our chances. We didn't win. We didn't win. That's the point. That's going to fire up our players for the rest of the season. As Mick said, we want to make finals. We're not going to make finals unless we win one more game. And after that, we're going to win tomorrow night, aren't we, Sugar? And after that, we're going to move into top four. Well, look, realistically, we should... There's no reason we shouldn't win our next four games. Sugarfoot, we win our next four games, we're in the finals. The goal is that we really should not lose a game for the rest of the season. Oh, Ultimately, I, sorry, that's what we want. I agree. I'm just talking about the home and away games. We really Understand. need to, before we, before we kick off our September campaign, sorry, for, I've got to clarify, but our, we, sh, we will go in favourites to each of our last four games. We must win them. We've seen what's happened with uh, some of the other games where Richmond or Freo, we've gone in just a little bit off. The sides can knock, knock top sides off easily. We'll look at Carlton beating Carlton beat uh, Melbourne. Melbourne. I mean, all Melbourne had out. Melbourne had rested Travis Johnson. They had uh, Pickett and Davey out. But on paper, they should have smashed them. Mm. It's that time of year, though. Uh, Melbourne always tend to collapse at this time of year. Let's worry about the pies. Um, I thought there were some good signs um, on Saturday night. Obviously, we didn't win. But we had some players. Dane Swan, probably his best game back since his injury. He is. Yeah. He's really starting to form. He's been gradually building his form, building his fitness. He's getting back that run and link work that he, he did so well early in the season. It was really critical to us. You know, what were, were we eight and three? Yeah, Ryan Loney took another scalp. I mean, he had Adam Goods earlier in the year, ran with him and, and did fantastic on him and did even better on Brett Burton on Saturday night. Yeah, it was a great effort. Um, really, really good effort. And Brett Josh Burton, Fraser. how dangerous he can be. Well, that was the sort of game where a guy like Burton could put on five minutes of magic and win the game and take it away yeah. from you. And Loney didn't let him do it. I thought Josh Fraser rucked a lone hand. He was outstanding in the first half. They just double-teamed him in the second half. That's something that in the next two months, in the next seven seven games that we've got to go, or eight, or however many we've got, we've got to make sure we get some we support to... for Josh in the ruck. It, it's crucial. He showed signs of flagging late last week. One of the things that I... Presti, again, just destroyed them down back. And I was really encouraged by the, the debut of Sammy Isles. Yeah. I thought it was great. Showed a lot of poise. A lot of pace, a bit of dash off the back line, really added a lot to, lot to Wasn't the Wasn't overruled, was he? No. Well, the thing was, he started off, a couple of his touches led to some turnovers. He was a bit wobbly, and I was thinking, well, you know, let, let's hope uh, they're early nerves. And thankfully they were, because his disposals improved, his positioning improved as the game went on. And I think also, look, uh, it was pretty sickening sight there, um, but we've also, I think we've had confirmed Dale Thomas isn't dead. Channel 10 haven't announced that he's dead yet? No, or? but uh, I don't know. Mick? Rumours of my death are greatly exaggerated. 
No, he's alive, thankfully. I think For, it's only a, a collarbone injury. Although how Van Burlo didn't get cited, driver, I know you think that it was uh, unintentional. I think you're turning soft sugar. Be driver, as, as, someone, as someone who does that quite regularly under the ring at basketball and used to do it in footy, it is a very easy thing to do. Are you suggesting you dip your shoulder, are you? It's a very easy um, thing to there's do. There's been a bit of a battle waging on the internet, Pies fans, for those of you that might know, about Daisy Thomas and about this. But the point is, let's just hope that the surgery went well and that he's back in time for the finals. Yeah, and, I mean, have a look at Dale Thomas. It was a ruck contest. He's the shortest bloke on the ground. He's got the guts to go up and contest for the ruck. Great effort. Sugarfoot, your votes. My votes, I go three to Dane Swan uh, for reasons we'll discuss. Two to Ryan Loney. I thought he was fantastic. And I'll split the one between Daisy. Really added some spark when we needed it in the game. And I'll give Sammy Isles one as an encouragement award. I thought he was really good in his first game. Driver. Um, I gave three to Dane Swan. We talked about him earlier. Two to Heath Shaw, as you know, fast becoming a love child of mine. Thought he played a great game down back. Still popped up and kicked the goal as well. Uh, the back pocket kicking goals, which is always good to see. And one Ryan Loney for a, for another really solid game as a run-with player. Connor, Gentlemen, I went three for Swanee again. Dale Thomas got two. I thought his uh, his efforts, he chased every ball. He was he was like a mad dog out there. He was absolutely fantastic. And it's a shame that he's going to be injured over the next few weeks. But then again, you never know. It might be an opportunity for, for him to rest his legs. He hasn't had the full preseason that other players have. And uh, I also gave one vote to Paul LeCuria, who I thought played really well on Goodwin. Goodwin's, I think... Uh, the Fair leading point. possession getter in the game at the moment, and um, and I think Lickett had come back from from a couple of weeks at Williamstown, where obviously it would have been really easy for him to sort of drop his head and have a quiet return. Did really well, yeah, so well, well done, back, Licker. Good stuff, Licker. Join me, Shane Wakeland, and me, Paul Lecuria, for the locker room each week on Magpie Radio for a player's perspective of life, football, and the world. Pies fans, it's been 16 years since we've won a flag, and this year, we're going to win another. Oh, yeah. Oh, undefeated for the rest of the season. Coca-Cola Zero. Real taste, zero sugar. Sweet 16. 1990. Since then, we've had a lot of champs playing for Collingwood. Heaps. And we, Pies fans, have uh, put our collective thinking caps together and come up with a team of which 18 players have been selected by you, and each person who has been the sort of select, selectee of the week has won a slab of Coke, a Cola Zero. Real taste. Zero sugar. Last week, we asked you for the first player to warm the interchange bench or to be the sort of impact player, if we like to call them these days. We had a hell of a lot of uh, of people emailing through, so thank you very much. Emailing pionite at collingwoodfc.com.au. Driver, tell us. Some of the responses, please. Oh, we had a lot of responses, Cono, as usual. We had plenty of people nominated. Some people nominated the people who are already in the team, so they won't count, unfortunately. If you want to see the team, you go to collingwoodfc.com.au, where the Sweet 16 team, the 18 players selected so far, are listed there. Mm. Um, Thank for you, everyone Clinton to Baum. see. Um, good work by Clinton and, and Amber, Amber and the team down here at CTV. Um, we had nominations for... Players of the caliber of Tony Shaw, Brody well Holland, media commentators, Josh Fraser, Paul Lecuria, Rupert Bathyrus. We had nominations for Rupe, you bet. Your 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 nominations don't count, Con. But oh, okay. two two players stood out this week, and 
we've decided here at uh, Pie Night that we're going to nominate both of them. Oh, we are for the interchange. Mm. Oh, well, there you go. Oh, indeed. So we'll fill position them? nineteen and twenty, and we'll keep two more open. And those players were. Drum roll, thanks, Amber. Burnsy, day oh. champion. Who we spoke to earlier this year on Pie Night, and uh, listen to the archives on CollingwoodFC.com today if you want to hear his uh, lovely comments. And the second player on the interchange bench, drum roll please again, Amber. Shane Morwood. Morphine! Morph! Sensational defender, sometimes forward, wonderful player in the premiership side, and he's got the gig as well. What a magnificent player off the halfback. Now... As you know, guys, here at Pie Night, we award one of our listeners out in Pieland each week with a slab of Coca-Cola Zero. Real taste, zero sugar. And this week's lucky winner of the Coca-Cola Zero slab. <laughs> Was I meant to do that again, driver? I think you were, sugar. Real taste, zero sugar. The winner is, for the third drum roll tonight, Shane Hunt. Well, well done, Shane. Shane. Next week, Pies fans, we want to fill the rest of the interchange bench. Have a look at the team up on collingwoodfc.com.au and email us in your entries to pienight at collingwoodfc.com.au with Sweet 16 in the subject line. Leave yourself open to win a be, slab of Coca-Cola Zero. Could, could it be zero Tony sugar. Shaw? Could it be Championship captain Tony Shaw. Could it be Paul Lecuria, two times Copeland? Look could it be? He not in the side? Could it be? Oh, I don't know. It could be anyone. But Pies fans, we've got a lot of good players. We've got we two more staff. spots, so make sure you nominate Josh Fraser. Josh, lots of players, heaps. It's up to you, Pies fans. Send those entries in as soon as you can. CollingwoodFC.com.au is proudly supported by Easy Bonds Global Payments. Easy Bonds is the best way to transfer money online. EasyBonds.com provides businesses and customers the most secure and reliable way to send and receive funds. Join the EasyBonds vision. To find out more about EasyBonds and to set up an Easy account, visit EZYBONDS.com. EasyBonds, the official online partner of the Collingwood Football Club. On this round, in Collingwood years gone by, round 19. Tony Shaw played his first of 313 games for Collingwood in a round 19 match in 1978 well, against sure Footscray he... at Victoria Park. They were called Footscray then, not the Bulldogs. The Magpies recorded a scrappy 16-point win at our spiritual home. In round 19, 1992, 88,000 fans packed the G to watch the Pies take on Essence. The game was in the balance late in the last term when Terry Danaher went on a long loping run. But in what Tony Shaw described as the best tackle he has ever seen, Gavin Bagger Krasiska kept chasing, grabbed Danaher, and the ball spilt free. Brad Rose sweeps on the loose ball, dodges three bomber defenders, bounces twice, and slots through a crucial goal. Brad Rowe. Brad Rowe. The Pies hit the top of the ladder with a strong 22-point win. 1999 was a disappointing year for the Pies, sitting on the bottom of the ladder where Carlton now reside, and Essendon. And Essendon. In round 19, we're up against the hated Tigers at the MCG. 47,000 turned up to watch Richo perform, and he didn't let him down. 
Collingwood's Mark Richardson, that is, who turned in a best-on-ground performance in the ruck to lead the Magpies to a stirring 33-point victory against the Toothless Tigers. Great day, that one. Round 19, 2001. The Magpies were inspired by a dreadlocked Leon Davis, who kicked four goals against the Bulldogs at the MCG. (laughs) Braids, dreadlocks, they're all the same to me, sugar. Anthony Rocker and Nick Davis chipped in with three each as Collingwood enjoyed a 42-point win. Ben Kinnear was awarded three Brownlow votes by the umpires. BK, BK, BK. Leon Davis must like round 19 because in 2004 he let up Subiaco with his magical skills as the Pies defeated Frio by 33 points. Great game. David King and Neon Leon kicked three goals each. Davis, Ben Johnson and Shane Wawoden were the Pies' best players. And that was On This Round. Pies fans, welcome back to Pie Night, brought to you by Easy Bonds Global Payments. This week's game, an interesting one. It's against one of the traditional enemies of our great club. Everyone's a traditional enemy of our great Good club. Point. It's a tradition to hate every other club. Well, actually, funnily enough, Richmond uh, did play their grand final against us because they haven't won a game since. But anyway, we digress. We are playing Essendon this weekend, Friday night, 7.40pm at the People's Ground of the MCG. Can't wait. Boys, uh, I want to absolutely pump Essendon. I, I remember vividly how ordinary I felt last year in a similar similar time of the year when they smashed us. Sorry to bring it up, Pies fans. I want to humiliate them. If we don't win by at least 10 goals tomorrow, I'm going to be very, very disappointed. I want a victory. Under Mick Malthouse, we don't have a very good record against Hold this on. mob. Mick Malthouse, isn't he dead? Rumours of my death are greatly exaggerated. Oh, right. Sorry, man. As you know, uh, don't believe everything you hear. We don't have a very good record, and it's time we address that. This mob tend to get under our skin. I agree with you, Sugar, we should thump them, but the first thing we should look at doing is getting the win. By hook or by crook, getting that 12th victory that secures finals, and then, because the ladder is so tight, so many teams on 44 points, let's get some percentage as well to give us some breathing space. Um, We need to turn up to play tomorrow. We need to turn up to play We need to be night. hot to trot from the first bounce. That's exactly right. I see Essendon have brought in uh, Courtney Johns to play full forward. He's been out for some time. There are many adjectives you can use to describe Courtney <laughs> Johns. Good Sugar, you have used a lot of them off air. Good, we'll keep them. good isn't one of them. <laughs> we'll but save them for tomorrow night. Think, I'm sure you'll be yelling them out. We've got Pressy in this studio. Um, Pressy, you're more than likely to take uh, Courtney Johns tomorrow night. What do you think of him? Presty. Presty! I think he's dead! <laughs> Rumours of my death are greatly exaggerated. No, Presty. No, uh, Presty's Pre- fine. Presty's live and kicking. And oh, funnily thanks, enough, Presty. Uh, on the web this week, there's been some uh, some suggestions that Presty's in the running for the Copeland. Ooh. Along with Ooh. Pete Shaw. Uh, just you know, a couple of the boffins behind the scenes are doing some calculations and permutations, and they seem to think that Presty, if he can, if he can hold the likes of Courtney Johns and Brendan Favola. <laughs> Gee, Favola. that'd be hard. <laughs> Brendan Favola and a Treadray-less Port Adelaide, that he mm, might be... Toby uh, Thurston's or Damon White, that'd be tough. Well, let's take it Folk. one week at a time. Let's worry about Essendon. They have got um, players like McPhee, Heffernan and Johns coming into the side. Uh, Collingwood have got Pendlebury coming back in Great for to see. Dale Thomas, uh, one young fellow for another. Um, it's a shame that, that, that Dale is out. Obviously, it is, obviously. We are going to miss him. But it's going to mean that 
Other guys like Chris Egan are going to have to step up to the mark and play that role, that exuberant, exciting, fast-running role. Eags had a great game that, that, that match last year against Bombers. I think we really got a lot of confidence. I think he had 15 possessions in the last quarter coming in off a wing. You're right. Yeah. And that was a game that Bucks kicked five goals. In the second half. That's right. Um, there's one... Uh, another thing, I don't want to go on about it, but the media's really had a go at Collingwood this week, and none more so than Mark Robinson from the People's Paper. Um... He had a... You're an, stuck with this. People's look, ground, oh, people's paper. Yeah, well, you know... Uh, Sounds really scary. Uh, Fidel Castro's about to die. Driver. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I write for the people. It's the people's paper. Yes, you do too. All right. No, no. I to, I'm with you there, driver. No, look. The thing is... Uh, what, where was I? Mark That's right. Robinson. Mark Robinson. Mark How Robinson. could I forget? Yeah. Mark Robinson uh, wrote an absolute rubbish article on Monday in the Herald Sun. And you don't need to read it, Pies fans. It's, it's you know, fish wrapper. But he really had a go at Nathan Buckley and the implication that Buckley was somehow some sort of scumbag, whereas James Hurd was some sort of person above reproach and he's very respected. And you wouldn't imagine Nathan Buckley, yeah, James Hurd doing what Nathan Buckley did and some, pulling oh. some stupid gag on the footy show. Now the point is, and I've written this in the new blog, which is now coming to the CollingwoodFC.com.au website. Fantastic. Clinton Bowne has set it up with Amber. They've been busy doing that. And I wrote a blog about this thing where James Hurd can look up at the coach's box at Essendon and scream out some sort of vitriolic, horrible expletives that you would not say to your worst enemy. And he says it to... He's a role model, obviously, He he says it to Sheedy on Friday night football, close-up camera, screaming at his own coach and calling him the worst things in the world. And somehow he's a role model. And Nathan Buckley cracks gags with Billy Brownless and the other cretins on uh, on the footy show. On a comedy show. On a comedy show. And somehow he's some sort of dirty scumbag. Now, look, Mark Robinson, we don't want anything to do with you. Grow because, up, Mark Robinson. Because the thing is, we're Collingwood and you're not. And while there are people Get like a you... Beard. <laughs> well, it's his head's upside down. But anyway, that, that, that that's getting a bit low. The point is... We're Collingwood and you're not. And it's that sort of antagonism that just drives us further. It's just their envy, Connor. It's their envy. But obviously on this blog, it's interactive. It's interactive, Magpie fans. It's an interactive blog. Log on to collingwoodfc.com.au and you can have your say on that blog. And I think one thing that we should be saying is it could be Hurd's last game against Collingwood. So let's have a Hurd Buckley head to head. And let's, I would love to see Bucks drive Hurd into the dirt, and just just to remind people that Hurd's career has sort of begun and ended within a blink. Buckley's been around for 14 years, and Buckley just keeps powering on. It's not 2000 anymore, is it? And that's what Essendon fans have forgotten. They still think they're in their heyday. This is a nothing team. We should smash them. Well, Dutchie on Camparelli, that matchup didn't happen early in the year because Camparelli wasn't playing, I think, Gee. due to uh, old age, or he might have been at the um, at the uh, trying out at old age home at the time. But I'd love to see Dutchie just... Maybe Camparelli's last year as well. He still thinks it's 1995. We had a couple of players last Saturday night who didn't perform to the level that we might have come to expect of them. I think Dutchie was one of them, and, and probably Anthony Rocker was another one who's copped, it in, the, um, who's copped it in the media for recently. For a long time. I, I, thought, I, I think, Connor, you might have given him votes against, uh, against Hawthorne. I still thought that he didn't capitalise that game. He's up against Fletcher, and Fletcher loves playing on the Rockers, doesn't he? Anthony, yeah. Anthony, well, that's, sorry, that's, if, that's if Sheedy bothers to put Fletcher on, on our best forward. 
I might play Love It Murray on him for all we know. Oh, who knows what they'll do? He I might... assume they've they've dropped Solomon, but I assume that's just the ruse and he will play. Oh, I hope he does. Solomon well, gives mean... away that many freak, stupid free kicks and all the rest of it. I, I, he's a liability. So Look, I hope there's, he plays. there's guys in our team that will stand up this week. I'm expecting a big one from Dutchy Holland, a big one from Anthony Rocker. I'm also expecting a big game from Chris Tarrant. Likewise. And um, he was encouraging last week. I thought he, he did well. A great, great article in uh, Sunday's paper by, I uh, can't remember the name of one of the female writers in The Age, I think it was, that talked about Tazza and uh, and Jono's performance. It was nice and uh, well-rounded, which is rare for the uh, the football media at this stage. Uh, related and to another, Collingwood. another big battle, I think, is going to be Josh Fraser against David Hill. Mm. Josh has performed admirably in the last few weeks under enormous pressure, as we spoke about earlier, being the solo ruckman. He's going to have to carry that task You've again. You've got a theory about Josh and Hill, don't you? I actually pilfered it on the preview tonight, but Hill was well, taken late, Hill was taken later in the same draft. Driver, tell us. Well, he was taken later in that draft, and um, the Essendon folks seem to think that they got the better Ruckman. And it's Josh's turn tomorrow night to go out there and show Essendon why he was the number one pick in the 1999 mm. draft and why David Hill was languishing down the bottom, waiting for Essendon to sort of pick up the dregs of that draft in drafting him. And uh, Josh can go out there and smash him tomorrow night. Boys, another one that I'd like to, uh, to talk about, or another person I'd like to talk about, is Blake Carousella. Uh, obviously, he did play for Essendon during a dark time of his life. Um, he's actually, obviously he's out of the team, but he will be doing a lap of honour before the game. And I think it's important, Pies fans, it's a Friday night game. Leave work a bit early if you can. Maybe don't spend so much time at the Cricketers or at the Lexus Centre before the game and go there and pay your respects to Blake Carousella. Uh, it's a shame he won't be taking any more part in, in, the, in the campaign for a flag this year. This is a, pr- and that's, this is a proper lap of honour too. This is someone who deserves our applause, not like Wo Woden going round at <laughs> Melbourne Collingwood. He's up, he's up there. Sugar. Oh, that was just lovable. Sugar, Sugar another player that, that could have, or should have been out there doing a lap of honour is, is Richard Cole. <laughs> Cole, he got concussed last week. Sorry, I just... I'm not is... sure. I'm not sure that Coley could actually do the whole lap at the moment, but he won't be playing tomorrow. I'm sorry, I just. Or won't he? Maybe, maybe Sheeds will Sheeds will turn it around and he'll put put Coley in. He'll put Solomon in, and God, I hope he puts Joel Reynolds in because oh. I reckon my nana can kick better than him. Uh, Sugarfoot, give us your uh, give us a, one key player and your prediction, please. Key player, well, other than Heard, I think is uh, McPhee. Purely because he thinks he looks like Rewalt, he's uglier and he's worse footballer, and we're going to smash these mob by ten goals, driver. Well, I think that we are going to win. We're going to win by eight goals. Forty-eight points is my tip, and I think the key to our side is going to be our forward line: Anthony Rocker, Travis Clark, big game from Prince. Chris Tarrant. I expect to see ten to twelve goals from the three of those players between them, and uh, that's going to set us off to a big victory. Connor. Boys, we don't have Blake Carousella, we don't have Leon Davis, we don't have Dale Thomas. Three strong midfield options. But what we've got is we've got Scott Pendlebury, and he will show these supposed Essendon midfielders uh, how a first-year first young player plays. But I reckon Travis Cloak will be the one that absolutely dominates tomorrow night. I reckon the Pies are going to win by 83 points. Wow, let's hope so. And... Pies fans, a special mention. There's um, thousands of Pie fans out there who listen to us every week. But Simon Davidson sent us an email this week all the way from Boston, Massachusetts. Lifelong Pie supporter who's moved to America. Marion Seppo. 
Oh, well, we won't hold that against him, but he's bringing his two boys, Lachlan and Elliot, to Australia, and they're going to be going to their first American game. American-raised kids, are they? You bet they are, but they're Magpie fans, Connor. Oh, they're black and white for life. Well done, boys. And they're going to be here for the Carlton game. So... um Thanks, Simon, for your support and your, your best wishes and well about night. Well done on raising and, those uh, two young boys the proper way. Well done to Lachlan and Elliot. Boys, let's if you're hope, listening, go Pies. Let's hope we have a big victory on Friday night and a big victory when you guys are here to watch Collingwood play as well. Finally, Pies fans, there's a poll online on the CollingwoodFC.com.au site. Who do you want to win the wooden spoon? It's a question we've all been asking. Can we give two? Can Is Carlton it? and Essendon each get one? Well, at the moment, there have been 3,200... Members of the Magpie Army who have voted, uh, Essendon's leading with 61%, and Carlton's leading with 30. Uh, Carlton's second with 33. At the moment, Carlton can't even win that vote. <laughs> but uh, but get online, get onto CollingwoodFC.com.au for all sorts of bits Come and on, pieces. Pies fans, Locker don't room. you remember what those Blues did to us in the 70s and the 80s? Driver, Come on, <laughs> mentally scarred. Pies fans, thanks for joining us. It's been a fantastic show. Uh, memories and condolences to the late Mick Malthouse. Rumours of my death are greatly exaggerated. Oh, sorry, steady Mick. on, sorry, Mick. steady sorry. on. Sorry, Mick, my apologies. As we say this week and every week.